welcome everyone. My name is Sarah Watt and this is a new episode of my podcast called Consciousness Road Trip. Oh my God, I have way too much fun making these. It's ridiculous. Um, today we're making this podcast on Zoom. It's my first time because I'm joined by someone who is currently in Mexico where she quote unquote lives when she's home. Uh, and my guest today is Alba. Hello, Hello. my friend. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. And I think you guys won't see this on Zoom, but at the moment we're making one on Zoom. So we're looking at each other through the computer screen, one of us in Mexico, one of us on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. And I was looking at this leading up to the podcast and because, you know, sometimes I pick a topic to talk about. Sometimes we just start chatting. But when I look at Alba's world and I kind of tap into the energy of what Alba is for me, um, you very much have this energy of the world being your playground. Yeah. I see you traveling around the world a lot. You're a translator for Access Consciousness, which is how we've kind of worked together a lot of, amongst many other things. Um, you're also very much a facilitator of Access Consciousness classes. So I thought at least we could start there, like this energy of the world being like a big playground oh. and what that is for you. Well, it is our oyster, right? I mean, that's how this thing is in English. I just... Even before Access, uh, we've been gypsies. I was like 17 years old and we've already moved from six different cities in Mexico. Uh, this is my 24th house that I've lived in or something like that. It was crazy. So for me, really, and my dad is French, my mom is Mexican, and I lived up north. So it's also like a Mexican-American kind of different culture. So I've already always been used to this um different contact with people like i'm aware that mexico is not the only country in the world and the way that mexicans think it's not the only way people think and this it i don't know for me it's so fun to just go out and and, and really enjoy the world i actually studied international affairs when i was in college i picked that um um major i think you say it or yeah major because it was something that it was so different. Like it had, usually in Mexico, most of the, the majors have like the first two years, they're exactly the same uh, subjects that you take. And this one was the only one that was completely fresh, completely different. You did not take anything of the standard that anyone took. And it was a totally different vision of how the world looks. And for me, that's always been like, kind of like, well, I would enjoy to know how Japanese people think. I would, I do enjoy knowing and asking questions. Like someone was telling me the other day that they were giving a concert in Africa and the rapper that was there took their dog with them. And then they were taking the dog to take a dog in the morning because that's what you do when you live in. And the, the Africans were like, I don't know, I think it was in, I don't even remember the country that it was. But they were all making fun of them. They were like, what the heck are you doing with that dog? Like, you need to take the dog. You need to, what, what, why are you taking them on a walk? Like, that was so foreign to them. Like, completely out of their mind, completely out of their reality. It did not make at all sense. And for the other one, I was like, well, what do you do in the morning? I mean, they have to take a shit. You need to take them out. So it was this completely different contrast of, both people looking at the same thing going, what the fuck is going on here? So, it, I mean, for me, that's just 
I don't know, it's fascinating to know all this. And that's so cool. Like that is because, you know, we're both people that very much, you know, are owned by uh, access consciousness tools, consciousness in general. And that's really like, it excites me so much because the, when I was creating this podcast as a creation, you know, before it became anything, that was exactly the energy that I was going for. And, you know, in access, because people talk about this thing called consciousness and it's kind of like, well, what the fuck is that? Like, what is consciousness? So I love it because in access, they, they say the description or whatever is that consciousness includes everyone and everything and judges nothing and no one. And like looking at that, like where you're around the world and you're seeing all of these people creating their lives based on like uh, their nationality or where they're from or what they believe in and all that sort of stuff. And being able to look at that and not have a judgment or a point of view about it is so for me where it starts to open up this place of more being available. And even you being there and being the space of like interesting point of view, which is like, you know, another tool in access that, you know, is so just amazing and I never use it enough. Um, Where you... Yeah, exactly. And where you being that and being around the world, that's exactly what I was looking at with this, with this podcast is talking to all of you guys that travel a lot, having consciousness as your, you know, as your agenda or as your, like what you're spreading in the world and just how much that changes just by you being you. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is a priority, at least for me. It's like, I can be interested in point of view, like you said, uh, maybe I don't, I don't see eye to eye with certain people taking certain choices or I could totally see myself. This is something that I would do so much before access, but I, when I didn't have the tools that it was, I would look at the situation and I would see someone judging that person that was taking that choice and me saying, but I totally get it. Like I totally get what, why this person is choosing that. I can totally see myself if I was under those circumstances, I don't blame them, you know, like someone that I don't know, they rape your kid and you go off and try and shoot the guys to death. Like maybe I wouldn't choose the same thing, but I could totally, you know, walk into that person's shoes and say, man, that's intense to deal with when you don't have the, the tools. And that's why for me, you know, having this, making it available for more people is the thing that sparks my day. It's like, of course, why the heck not? I mean, what would it take for really to consciousness be the dominant energy in the world? How much for our lives and our world would change if we were really willing to be that? This has been a conversation that's been going on more and more and more in my world where I'm like, fuck, why would I let people that are dumb dominate the world? Like, that's yep. enough. Yeah, fun. Thank you. We've been entertained for more than a thousand years, more than 2000 years. I think we've done enough. Can we do something different now? Can we choose something different now? Yeah. And do you notice as well, like the more, the more, the more of us are willing to step into that and show up and stop sort of being more on the backseat, that things are really starting to, to take notice and to change a lot more. And people are so much more willing these days, I think, to just receive what, um, else is possible like you know to really look at hey you know we've done this for such a long time and what if there was another way like what if there was truly another availability and another possibility here so can you talk a little bit like just with that sort of like when you're um like just when you're going about your day like the tools themselves and what contribution they are with like with how you just function in the world I guess well it's 
I mean, really being the question, really being willing to receive the answer, quote unquote, or the information, the awareness, the energy, because it can show up in very many different ways, right? And this tool that we have an access of ask a question before you choose anything to really be aware of what the choice is going to create. I remember that when I started Access, I used to get really pissed off at this facilitator that was the one that introduced me to the tools that she wouldn't answer me. Like before she would always give me a recipe. She would always go and say, take a pill or masturbate or go in a jog or go and write the list of all the things that you're grateful for. She would always give me an answer of what to do. And then when she started asking questions and using Access, she was like, well, what do you know? And I would be so fucking pissed off. I'm like, I don't know, God damn it. That's what I'm asking you because I don't know. you know making an appointment with but then when I was over it and the thing that at the very beginning made me like be weary or just make me be on that defense mode with access was like what do you mean that I'm so aware that I can be in other people's realities what do you mean that my thoughts are not my thoughts of course they're my thoughts they have connections we have neurons and we have pathways and yeah of course they're mine but then just two seconds later, or I don't know how many months after I was rejecting that information, I was like, wait, there are times where I know what the heck is going on. There are moments where I don't need to have any conversation with anyone. And I notice, I know it, that they are hurting. I know that they are crying. I know that they are pissed off. I know that they are, you know, exhilarated and super joyful and whatever. And they haven't said anything. So maybe I am a bit more aware than I yep. had considered possible. And when that really sunk in, I was like, oh, that's why you ask questions. Because you yep. always really do know something. Maybe you don't have the full picture. Maybe you don't have the full information. But you do at least know a bit. And when yep. you recognize that you know this much, this bit, then you can choose more. And you can ask for more information to find you. And to just come to you and show you what other possibilities are there. So for me, that's the playground of of your life. That really is the thing that makes you choose a very shitty life or a very miserable life or an amazing and ecstatic life that everyone would be like, oh, God damn, I wish I had that. Or, oh, God damn, I wish I was believing that. And I think we all can choose it, but it really depends on our choice. It really depends on us. I love that so much. And it was so much the same for me. Like when I came along and they were telling me all this stuff about actually I know everything that's available and that's possible. And also that thing you touched on about, um, you know, perceiving or being aware when someone's cranky or upset or happy. Like how often do you walk into a room or, you know, you get a sense to call someone or someone calls you and before they've even said a word, you're like, whoa, this person is like pissed or angry or, and then on the other side of things, when you're in that space, like for me, I can suck the energy out of a room. Like when I'm, when I'm pissed, like yesterday before I got my bars run, it had been too long. And I was at that point where I was like, everything was off kilter. Um, And if you guys are listening to this and don't know what the bars are, please find out. It's like the best thing ever so far one of them um and i think you can just go to the bars.com or accessconsciousnessbars.com i'll put some links in the in the show notes but um yeah and then before getting my bars run it was really this place of like everyone in my household was like on eggshells a little bit because it's like and that's like just and you guys listening like how often are you in that place and maybe you're not quite so you know 
potent when it comes to ha being in that crank. Maybe you're more an internal cranker. Um, but also when you perceive people around you being happy or sad or angry or whatever that is. And exactly what you were saying, like when you're willing to just acknowledge and recognize that as something going on, that's the space when you can ask for more to show up. And from there, exactly what you were saying, it starts to like just open all of these things. So, you know, on all of these podcasts so far, we've talked about like there may be people listening that have done a lot of access or no access. But the thing I found that helped me so much and changed my life, you know, so dynamically in the past three, four years is that being willing to acknowledge every little change and then keep asking for more of that to show up. Yeah, yeah. totally. And what you were saying, like there's people that when they are in a bad hair day or they are angry or whatever, they just keep it to themselves. I think those are the ones that make me the most scared. I'm like, oh, better watch out. He's not saying anything. Because I know that I used to be like that before. When I was angry, I didn't speak at all. So everyone was like, oh, I wonder what the heck is going on. I wonder what is she going to do now? Like, I, is she going to be like totally lunatic and I don't know, take a gun and threaten me or something that of course it was never the case. But it is that it is, it's so amazing how much can we perceive that energy and how we all go about into all the conclusions that we have or, or all the reference points of how people with that same energy, with that same mood, with that same personality, with that same reaction. It's like you're almost ex expecting them to behave in that same pattern that you've always known. But then when you ask a question and then when you really allow yourself at least to be that, like if, for example, me, that before when I was super angry, I would just shut down and be like angry at myself. And I would be like, I just want to kill you, but I'm not going to say anything, but I really want to kill you. And everyone knew that I wanted to kill them. It was like, well, if I would really allow myself to be angry, like what's the big deal to be angry? Well, in Mexico, you're, if you're a girl, you're not supposed to be bossy and you're not supposed to be that angry and you're supposed to be able to tone it down and to, you know, I don't know, like manipulate your own feelings into just, you know, be a pretty face and just smile and, you know, be welcoming of people. How, why the fuck, fuck would I be welcoming if I just want to be by myself and I don't want to talk to fucking no one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You allow that when you allow really that energy to be there and you allow yourself to look at it and to really see what is going on. Because sometimes we get angry and we don't even realize why we're angry or yeah. we don't know how much of a death or like how profound it can be. Like, how old is that anger? Like, yeah. lately with me, I've been noticing some energies that I have been. Uh, presenting themselves and I'm like wait this is an energy that's been there for at least 30 years and I'm 38 yep. so it's not something new it's not like oh this happened and that's why I got angry it's like no 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 no, no. this yep. happened and this is just a teeny like tip of the iceberg that is actually like the first piece that you can really see so if yep. you want to really change it to tap into and be okay, I'm going to open more space. I'm going to be willing to really look at it instead of just fighting it or trying to control it, which is what most of us tend to do. Because that's what we've been taught, right? I mean, it's not that we've always been having these tools. Thank God for access consciousness and the facilitators that are all around the world talking about it. So more people, you know, can use it. But I don't know, for me, it's... <sighs> being present with whatever it is and being willing to look at it makes 
such a huge difference on the way that I can go about my day to day, like with everything, yep. with my body, with lovers, with everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, like what you were saying, it was very much the same in my household when I was young. Like if my mum was screaming and yelling, it was kind of fine. Like you sort of had a, a, a somewhere to pinpoint what was going on. But when the house went quiet, it was like, you started doing that thing of like waiting for the other shoe to drop. And for me now, like having the tools back then, I would always like, I was definitely someone that fixed, that was the fixer. So if I perceived that energy of someone being cranky, it would be like, okay, now it's my job to fix that or make it different. So I wonder if like, just for a couple of minutes, we can talk about now with the tools and when you, let's look at it, perceive someone else's well being that way, like how you can change that and it doesn't become a necessity to change it. You don't have to change it. It's totally a choice, but through never having to align and agree with their anger or resist and react to it, but actually by just stepping up and never uh, toning any part of you down and continuing to be all of you and more of you and how that can actually permeate out into the world and change absolutely everything. And we talk so much in access about energy, which you know, when I came to access, the tools were solid. They were real. It was like, I can sink my teeth into this stuff. And it was like, you know, the ESB classes and ESCs and SOPs, which are, if you're listening, and you don't know what that is. We can put some more notes in and, you know, you'll, you'll learn more about it. It's no biggie. They're basically just classes and trainings around using energy and how really like that is the language of all of us that we all share. You know, you're a translator for Access Consciousness. You work with us translating a lot of material for us from English into Spanish and vice versa. Um, and that's like to convey things with speech, but also this place where we all are continually communicating with each other energetically. And that place where the playground side of things really comes in because when you're willing to start playing with the energy of things, um, that um oh <laughs> we have a special guest um uh that when you're willing to start playing with the energy of things that that can change everything without ever having to talk about it or anything yeah totally and yeah. when you really i don't know for me it's like when you're really willing to look at what you know to, when you're really willing to be aware of what you're aware of even though that sounds like what no, sometimes you really do play dumb of your, I'm not aware. Oh no, she's not that angry. Oh no, I'm pretty sure this mess is going to work just fine. He told me so. <laughs> uh, he would go cheat about this. You can tell that I'm in a big city, right? Sorry about yeah. the same. That's fine. <laughs> um, it, adds some, it adds some drama to our podcast. <laughs> I love it. You're <laughs> actually willing to look at those things and just not kid yourself and not cheat yourself out of that awareness that's when you are really making your life your own. You're really owning the creation of it. You're not just, oh, this happened to me. Oh, this dude did this to me. Like really, really, really no one does anything to you. And the first time that I heard that, I was like, no, there's people starving in Africa. Or there's a woman bleeding to death because she chose to have an abortion in a clinic in whatever, in a Catholic country where they don't have anything and she's going to die because of that. That's not right. That's super unfair. And then I was like, well, and then there's choice. There's choice in everything. There's choice in which country did you choose to live? I came back um, this last time to Mexico and I had been away for a month and 
really in the last six months, I think if we put it out together, I may have been home like 20, 25 days in six months and all scattered all around. And I was like, why the fuck did I chose to live here? Like, why did I chose Mexico? I was really like really trying to look at it because there's so many things that Mexico brings up to me. And then I just tapped, like I pushed out all the judgments that I had that they were coming up because, you know, in Mexico, there's corruption. The government corruption and police corruption are like pretty much the standard. And it's like every day today, you know, if you want to open a bar, you need to, you, you need to include in your balance sheet how much money are you going to have to give to the cops or how much money extra you're going to have to give to the government for you to have your license to be able to sell alcohol. Like that's something that you need to be aware of that you need to have a cap for it. Now, you know, like in this, all of this that I was like, man, I cannot really wear a skirt here because if I wear a skirt two seconds later, I'm going to be called out something or someone's going to whistle to me or someone's going to give me like a really uncomfortable look. And I was like, okay, if I didn't judge any of them, like if I just look at the energy of why did I chose Mexico? Why Mexico out of 174 countries in the world? And I just tapped, I really was able to perceive just the energy and the space that Mexico is and how much has this country contributed to me. And I was like, it doesn't need to make any cognitive sense. But I'm like, that's why. Okay, cool. I don't need to make any sense to it, but I can receive from it in a different way. And I think exactly what you were saying as well, like whether it's the city you live in or the things you spoke about before with like the woman choosing to do something and dying from it. Like also it's where we've all aligned and agreed, like something comes into your world about why the fuck did I choose Mexico? Like most people will then make themselves wrong or make the city wrong. And then with the woman choosing to, you know, do the illegal abortion, we would make the religion wrong or her wrong. Like when you get to that place of, well, we spoke about interesting point of view, which really is the tool that will change all of this if you go straight to interesting point of view. But when you're not willing and you ask a question and you're not willing to align and agree or resist and react with anything, that's when, like, imagine if, you know, out of the whatever we've got on this planet, 14 billion people, imagine if 1 billion people stopped aligning and agreeing and res or resisting and reacting. That Like, every time something came up in their world, they were just like, huh, so I wonder what else is possible here. Like interesting point of view I have this point of view and just kept in the question and kept choosing like how much the solidity of everything would just start to crumble the solidity of Mexico the solidity of religion like everything would just start to have this place where the possibilities open up because really what I've what's become so obvious to me is that it's those things like when we get together and agree on something or disagree on something that's what creates it as this like solid sticking point nothing else does it's not the thing itself it's not that it happened or didn't happen it's really us and our points of view and what we almost gang up together on and believe together that really is what creates it is this solid thing. And what if it was so easy? And like, you know, to wrap it back around about the world being our playground, like if we really treated it that way, like like children, where it's just like, yes, no, yes, no, boop, boop, boop. And we moved through the world with that sense of ease and speed and like space, that there would really be nothing in this world that could like stick us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Like what you said, it, there's really nothing to anything but nope. the point of view that we take on. Like, 
if, if I'm Catholic and I think that abortion is bad, then I'm going to ju judge the woman that did chose that. And I'm going to judge the doctor that helped. And I'm going to judge the nurse. And I'm going to judge the fuck of, out of everyone without really noticing like, oh, maybe there's no wrong in it. Maybe there's just a choice. And it would be so much easier. I mean, for real, how much lighter can our, our lives be if we just stop judging ourselves for anything that we choose? And no matter, and I think that, tool of interesting point of view when you really use it is you can really choose anything you can really go anywhere and be anything that you like and that's also super yummy for me like i for so long i resisted being called sexy or being called a hottie or being you know someone that would draw attention walking i would like just be like a stretch like just hiding myself and then i was like well if it wasn't wrong well, and if I really wasn't doing anything on purpose, but I was just receiving from it, and it also changed my body so much. Like that really relaxed my body, being able to receive that. So I wonder what can our listeners choose now? Like what have they been receiving or what yeah. have they been rejecting that now they can be like, oh, interesting point of view that I have a judgment about it. Interesting yep. point of view, I think this is wrong. Like how does it get any yep. better? And I have the next idea for our next podcast, which I'm already booking in for some time. Let's do this one live when we cross paths somewhere, but let's do a podcast on bodies too and talk a lot about what you've just said and how, how, because I've noticed a lot of change with, with my body lately that I haven't really talked about a lot yet. So maybe next when we meet up, stay tuned and thank you because really like people listening to this, even I've been in access for a lot of years and still now I get overwhelmed with like, like, this choice thing and like the tools and blah, blah, blah. But what if it could be fucking easy and really fucking easy? And what if it was just sometimes things will come up and you might need to look into it a little bit more, you know, attend as many classes and calls as you can get around as many access people as you can. And remember the simple things like interesting point of view has been the biggest tool we've talked about here. Like to go to that place at any time, it's going to get you out of hundred and 10 billion percent of everything really like that is is you don't even have to remember any other tool but then also ask a couple of those basic questions like okay interesting point of view i had that judgment interesting point of view i'm pissed off and want to kill everyone right now let that energy come up of interesting point of view and then ask a question like okay so what else is possible now yeah would i like to choose to be angry for another 10 seconds or another 10 hours or and like having that place where whatever is up in your world there is something there right there that you can do to change anything and even if the change is to just have ease with it whatever it is yeah cool totally. thank totally. you so much my friend thank you for and before we go like how can people and i can put some notes so people see it as well so if people want to see you where where can they have you got a website where are you, what are you doing next where are you going what's happening in alba world <laughs> Latin America in the next few months. I'm going to be in Venezuela in February. I'm going to be also in Colombia in February. I think in March I'm going to be in Bolivia. You can check out all my future classes in www.albamolteni.com or my fan page at facebook.com slash albamolteni.cf. You can find everything there. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. This was fantastic. I enjoy you so much. Every time I'm with you or around you, or I even tap into your world from the other side of the world, it makes me smile so much. I'm so grateful for you and everything you're creating in the world. Miss Alba Molteni, thank you so much for being my guest. And I look forward to squeezing you in person again soon. See you very soon, Sarah. Thank you so much. <laughs>